Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Epic, classic, dramatic. Three ways to describe the Big Ten championship game. John, I was there. You can add gut-riching, painful, sad, agonizing, distressing, harrowing, tragic. Okay, we get it, we get it. Devastating. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off. John Sears, Michael Admire, Keith Murphy not here tonight. He was so devastated. He is so passionate about Iowa sports. Devastated. He just couldn't get over it. Did not want to come in tonight. Could not stomach it. Did not want to be here. So we made Michael drive all the way back from Indianapolis this morning. And he's in here today working about a 19-hour shift. I just followed the whole trail of Hawkeye fans back to Iowa City and Des Moines. What was that scene like in Indianapolis? It was crazy. I mean, you saw us live there Friday night, Saturday afternoon, evening. The energy there was incredible. Hot topic, no doubt. Iowa heading to the Rose Bowl. What a wide range of emotions in the last 24 hours. Hawks wanted a spot in the playoff and a win in the Big Ten title game, but the granddaddy of them all, not a bad consolation, Rose Bowl. Did Iowa earn the respect of the national media? Should Ference have let Michigan State score at the end of the game to save time for the offense and C.J. Beathard? It's been 25 years since the last Rose Bowl appearance. Hawkeye fans, give us your thoughts. This is a history-making season, 282-9010. The Big Ten title game lived up to all the hype. Even if you weren't rooting for Iowa or Michigan State, that game was an instant classic. Two teams equally matched, trading body blows on defense until one team finally gave an inch. The atmosphere was incredible. Sold-out crowd, which set a new attendance record. You can thank Hawkeye fans for that. It's crazy how a loss gets you more respect than going 12-0. Even the haters have to give Iowa the respect they deserve. No, the Hawkeyes didn't win, but they won over a lot of doubters. Iowa proved they belong. The defensive effort by Iowa was as good as I've seen in a big game. The Spartans came in averaging 33 points a game. Iowa held them to 16. Michigan State had to work for every yard. Iowa had a plan, and they were one stop away from making history. If it weren't for one of the crazier interceptions I've ever seen, we may be singing a different tune today. A 10-point halftime lead would have made a huge difference. I feel really bad for Iowa running back Jordan Canzeri. The senior battled all the way back and had a great year, only to suffer an ankle injury last night. I think Iowa's running game suffered a lot without him. For the most part, Iowa held all Big Ten quarterback Connor Cook in check, but you have to tip your hat to Cook on that final drive. A money throw in traffic, and then a gutsy option run on fourth down. Cook wasn't great, but he made plays when it mattered most. Speaking of making plays, Spartan running back L.J. Scott made the biggest play of his life, and it was a one-yard run. Iowa had Scott stuffed short of the goal line, but somehow the freshman back was able to reach the ball over the goal line. A 22-play, nine-minute drive to win? I've never seen anything like that. 
The college football playoff was the ultimate goal. The Rose Bowl? That's a solid consolation. Outside of the national championship, the Rose is the bowl teams dream of playing in. It's been 25 years since Iowa played in Pasadena. Kirk Ferentz will try to do something Hayden Fry never could. Win the granddaddy of them all. I saw many Cyclone fans cheering for the Hawkeyes on social media. I also saw lots of Iowa State fans rooting against the Hawkeyes, which I am perfectly fine with. It's not easy for fans to just flip the switch and root for their rival. Auburn fans weren't cheering for Alabama. UCLA fans certainly weren't rooting for USC. Rivalries make sports great. I'm sure the tables will be turned when March rolls around. Yeah, never underestimate fandom. If we could write an alternate ending, it would have been Iowa holding on fourth down. It would have been Kirk Ferentz showered with confetti. It would have been C.J. Beathard lifting the Stag Trophy. But sports stories don't always end the way you want. Michigan State out Iowa. Iowa, a 22-play drive draining nine minutes off the clock and taking what should have been the Hawkeyes. You could see the pain in the post-game interview room. Nate Meyer and his teammates sacrificed more than we know to go 12-0 and make the title game. They fought to the final inch. Indianapolis was great. The city did a fantastic job hosting some 40,000 Hawkeye fans. What they didn't anticipate was how thirsty they were. On <laughs> Friday night, bars were running out of beer before midnight. What? A viewer, Andy Stuckin, snapped a picture of Pasadena shipment for New Year's Eve. Uh, uh, freight shipping liner <laughs> that should do fans turned out in record-breaking numbers there was more energy there than any bowl or tournament game i've covered the program has come a long way since the tax slayer bowl talking with several of the players parents before the game was really insightful they saw the program shifting well before riders and other reporters brought it to the masses brotherhood together tight-knit all words moms and dads used to describe their kids' team. A different bounce here, one more stop there, and maybe we're talking about a playoff team. It stinks, but like Austin Blythe said after the game, the sun will come up again, and today it's shining on roses. Yes, it is. Rose Bowl January 1st to take on Stanford, and that is, it's almost like, I feel like it's a mirror image of the Big Ten title game. you got two physical teams going to go at it, Possibly the Heisman Trophy winner in Christian McCaffrey for Stanford. So another huge test for Iowa. But, man, if they can cap that off with a win, finish 13-1 with a Rose Bowl win, it would be the best season. It's already the best season in Iowa history, but that would just be the icing on the cake. And I like your point. I mean, Kirk Ferentz, you know, last, was last week, two weeks ago, you come on here and say Kirk Ferentz is the best coach in Iowa football history. Yep, now he that. has a chance to yeah. take that next level and win a Rose Bowl. Let's get to the phones. Let's go with Randy in Webster City. Randy, you're a Hawkeye fan. What'd you think of the game? And now the Hawkeyes are heading to the Rose Bowl. I think uh, it's good. It's good bowl for Iowa to go to. They deserve it. Uh, I was hoping it was going to win. It was a great game, but uh, yeah, that they uh, deserve to go to the Rose Bowl. So. Randy, how how disappointed were you last night watching that final drive and just I would just, oh, they couldn't get off the field. Oh, it killed me. I mean, I'm actually a Cyclone fan, but I was actually rooting for the Hawkeyes, and it was, it was killing me. That's yeah. You're one of the you're one of the the Cyclone fans that I mentioned on social media. Lots of Cyclone fans pulling for the Hawkeyes. Some not, but uh, yeah. Randy, thanks so much for the call. And uh, Iowa stand for January first. But that final drive, nine minutes, twenty two plays. I've never seen a drive like that. What makes it what makes it makes it even more difficult to swallow is that Iowa was right there. Mm. You could taste the college football playoff. And it was just ripped away at the last second. Uh, 
Hats off to Michigan State. That was They're an good incredible, team. gutsy drive, and they, they did what they had to do in the final minute. That throw right there, they're throwing into coverage, and then I mentioned that fourth down play coming up. Let's go to Chris in Iowa City. Chris, you're a Hawkeye fan. Uh, thoughts on the crazy emotions these last 24 hours? Um, yeah, so last night was a little tough, uh, but I think getting to go to the Rose Bowl is something almost more meaningful than any college football playoff. Um, I mean, my father's waited years to take our entire family to this game. I've never been to a bowl game because I've been waiting to go to the granddaddy. And uh, <laughs> getting to do this, I mean, I can't wait to make it California on New Year's Eve. That, that's a good one, man. It's, it's going to be raucous in that, Pasadena. That's what I'm really looking forward to because there's going to be a lot of stories like this in the coming weeks just about how families have been waiting to kind of share the same moment that their dad or their grandpa experienced in Pasadena. Grant, Willie, and uh, David hang on the lines. Let's go to lookalikes here. Uh, Old Spice, you be the judge of these lookalikes. Brian in Beaverdale says Kirk Ferentz looks like Walking Dead's Norman. R wait a minute. Norman Reedus. Wait a minute. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, There's something fishy about that picture. That doesn't quite look like Kirk, but it, uh, Old Spice, what do you think? Oh, not quite like I like it. it. I, I like the Photoshop to it. And Kirk looks That's more like Kirk. He looks more like a character Walking on the Walking dead, dead there. Walking Dead Kirk. B. McCool says new Iowa State football coach Matt Campbell looks like Oscar from The Office. Old Spice. That's a good one, too. I agree with that one. Ooh, now who could love that face? You could. In fact, you should. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Saul writes, Iowa looked every bit the national title contender that they were ranked to be. That game could have gone either way. Tough loss and go Hawks. David writes, I was thinking we should have let them score during the last two minutes. That way we would have gotten the ball back with well over a minute and a half to play for the win or tie. Oh well. Michael writes, the loss isn't heartbreaking. We lost a hard-fought game against a formidable opponent. Anyone who expected more than nine wins this year is a liar. You're a liar. Literally the best season ever, Hawks. Scott says that was the best game of the entire FBS season. Hawks represented well and should be proud. The defense has won many games this season, and I stand behind Coach Ferentz to leave the defense on the field at the end of the game. Grant, Willie, Sam, hang on the line. We'll get your calls in just a, minute, just a little bit. But first, the Hawkeyes proved many people wrong this year, but still had plenty of doubters. And according to Andy Fails, that's okay. For Iowa fans, this has been a season to remember for a million reasons. This has been the season that the Hawkeyes not only truly showed up on the national radar, but they actually drew a great deal of ground fire from fans and media way outside the state. In other words, they not only showed up on the radar, they set off the air raid sirens. People, that's a really good thing, and I hope you won't take it any other way. One thing that's not bugging me is Paul Feinbaum of the SEC Network. He's griped about Iowa being overrated for weeks now, but his vote doesn't mean more than anyone else's, and he's human. Weeks ago, he declared Iowa to be a paper tiger, and even though Iowa has kept on winning, he dug in his heels and kept declaring that another team would eventually pull back Iowa's curtain to expose them as frauds. Humans do that sort of thing. Plus, he's a pundit. Pundits 
aren't paid to be fluid and open-minded. They are paid to say, this is right, this is wrong, and they will never give up the fight. They'll only extend it. Colin Coward doesn't bug me either. This is a guy that many of us applaud on a regular basis. That is, when we agree with him. Just because he happened to join the ranks of the Hawkeye disbelievers doesn't suddenly mean that he's an idiot. In fact, he's given our state attention. His rash claims have broadened the spotlight on Iowa, and thus each game that they've won since has resonated more nationally than it would have without attention from guys like Howard. And don't forget that this is satire that he's dealing in. And remember what Jonathan Swift had to say about satire. It is the sort of glass wherein beholders do generally discover everybody's face but their own. In other words, be able to laugh at yourself. And that's from a man in a wig. <laughs> Thanks to Colin Coward, we now have Skippy Baumgartner. Thanks to Paul Feinbaum, we now have a reminder that not all college football analysts look like hunky ex-quarterbacks. Some look like the bank manager who wouldn't give you a mortgage. And whether they admit it or not, they know that Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes proved them wrong a few times this season. In fact, they did the same thing to all of us. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thank you. Grant, Willie, Sam, David, hang on. Up next, it's Roses for the Hawks, but is the Rose Bowl the top bowl game? Who's in your five is next. Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Scott tweets, disappointed, wanted it all, and we were in position to earn it. Didn't need last night to prove they deserve to be there. Randy says, the Hawks didn't have to prove anything. Flukes do not go 12-0 and play like they did in the Big Ten Championship. Iowa rocks. Aaron says, it is a strange feeling as a Hawk fan to have the Rose Bowl be our fallback bowl. Hashtag we are good. Hashtag could get used to this. It was a very difficult loss last night, but getting the Rose Bowl bid is an awesome consolation prize. Can't wait. Go Hawks. That's from Scott Chambers. Let's get back to the phone lines right now. Let's go to, actually, let's go to who's in your five. Before yeah, the phone lines, let's I jumped that. to that one. All right, who's in your five? Now, we know Iowa's going to the Rose Bowl, but here's how we rank the New Year's six. Keep in mind that the Sugar Bowl, Big Ten can't play in the Sugar Bowl, so we scratch the Sugar Bowl. Number five, Peach Bowl. It's now part of the Big Six, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, no fun. And it's in Atlanta. We don't want to go there. Number four, Fiesta Bowl. Much more cachet than the Peach. Arizona better than Georgia. Number three, the Rose Bowl. Without the playoffs, this would be a clear number one. It is the granddaddy. Number two, the Orange Bowl. College football playoff. It's Miami, but Hawkeye fans already know this trip. The stadium is actually subpar. Been Cotton there, Bowl, number one. Cotton Bowl means you're in the college football playoff. And who doesn't want to check out the Cowboys' new stadium? And with the Rose Bowl, that's an event. Mm. I mean, that's New Year's Day. The parade. Uh, I mean, you wake, that's a bucket list item for a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. As I mentioned, back to the phones we go. Willie in Des Moines, you've been waiting a while. Willie, you're a Hawkeye fan. Thoughts on the Rose Bowl? Well, yeah, you know, I'm a Hawkeye fan through and through. You know, it was a tough one last night, but, you know, I'm real happy. I'm excited going out to Pasadena. You know, I think Coach is going to rally the troops and get the go juice in the Gatorade tank and we'll bring the Roses <laughs> home back here to Iowa. I'm hoping so, Willie. Michael and I are going out there. We want to end this season on a win. Uh, how disappointed were you last night in, in that, those final seconds? 
Well, I, I was pretty disappointed. I fell right out the lazy boy, but that's all right. You know what? They, they, they made a good effort, and I think Coach has really done a good job, and I'm real proud of him so far. Willie sounds like he's going to pack up the saddle and ride a horse out yeah, to Pasadena. He, he, he sounds like we're just ready to fight with these Hawkeyes. All right, uh, let's go to Grant and Sherman Hill. Grant, uh, Hawkeye fan as well. Uh, thoughts on these emotions these last 24 hours? Well, it was a gut punch uh, last night, and then you wake up in the morning and you get – you get to about noon, and then you start hearing about the Rose Bowl, which is a once-in-a-generation thing. And I'm just wondering how many times uh, now families now, Hawkeye families, are going, hey, um, yeah, we're not going to do all the presents from Santa this year. We're going <laughs> to go to California. You're going to get to go to Disneyland because it's Anaheim. <laughs> we're going to watch the Hawks. Exactly, so, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see. I'm excited. The, the, the Hawkeyes. And from the beginning, all those people kept on saying, like, they don't deserve in the Rose Bowl. Well, they get to pick. And if, if you were not the smartest guy in the room at the Pasadena Chamber of Commerce, you're going to pick the Hawkeyes because half the state's going to show up. And, so, uh, and also, admire. Go Royals. Oh, oh yeah, I'll take look it. at this little shout-out to the Royals. I was like a Royals shout-out. And the Hawkeyes aren't in this position if they don't play like they did yesterday. If they get blown out. It, they likely drop behind Ohio State. Yeah. So uh, it is a loss, and it sucks. It really sucked last night. But you got to be proud of the way they played, and that put them in position to take a trip to Pasadena. Yeah, I really think it was a no-doubter to put Iowa ahead of Ohio State. All the Buckeyes had over Iowa was their brand name. I mean, you look at this game. This is a neutral site against the same team. Iowa went down to the, the wire. They lost by three points. The same margin of loss that Ohio State had at home, and oh, by the way, Michigan State was playing their backup quarterback against Ohio State, and they still went into Columbus and won. So the committee made the right selection, putting Iowa 5, and I would bet there's going to be 50,000-plus Hawkeye fans at the Rose Bowl. Hawkeye Nation's expecting 50,000-plus. I mean, yeah, it's going to be all black and gold in Southern California. Let's go to uh, Sam in Weldon. Sam, Hawkeye fan as well. Uh, you excited about this Rose Bowl trip? Yeah, that's a, that's a great place to go. I was uh, kind of disappointed last night. Boy, that was a rough one to watch. But, hey, I got a question. I do think there was uh, a, a call, that, a no call that actually hurt us was that interception in the end zone. And I don't quite know the uh, rule mm -hmm. totally, but why didn't they call targeting on that? Yeah, I, uh, I went back and watched that four times, and I think they easily could have called targeting on it. Um, I – I want to say it was so bang-bang that the refs thought that he led with his shoulder enough to get a little bit of the helmet. Uh, but he did make contact helmet to helmet, and they easily could have called targeting on that, which obviously would have changed the game. It, that, that was a tough call because it, it was in traffic. Uh, I don't think the Michigan State guy meant to hit him with his helmet, but again, it, it could have been called targeting. And whenever the ball gets batted up in the air like that and you kind of throw all the variables out of the way, yeah, I, I think you got to go with that no call. All right, uh, stay with us. David, Josh, Sam, hang on the line. Up next, more live calls. Big Ten title game, Rose Bowl. Plus, hey, you know what else we got coming up this week? A Cyhawk basketball game. Cyclone fans, give us a call, 282-9010. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Great coverage of the Big Ten title game, guys. Michael Admire did an awesome job. Despite somehow getting tossed from an almost stationary mechanical bull moving in slow motion. That's Shane in Marshalltown. We'll see that in just a minute. That's harder than it looks in a suit. Come oh, on, Shane. come on. 
This is a tough one to swallow. I'm not saying Iowa deserves to be in the playoff, but there's no way anyone can convince me Oklahoma should be in after getting a bye on Saturday. Oklahoma lost to Texas. Simple question. If an 11-0 OU team played Texas yesterday and lost, are they in? Jason in Des Moines bringing the heat. Interesting question. Quick back to the calls. we got to get some in before we get out of here. Let's go to Josh in Des Moines. Josh, Hawkeye fan, thoughts on this Rose Bowl trip? Well, I'm not really a Hawkeye fan. Oh, you, you want to talk to Hawks? <laughs> well, I will. What do you think of the Hawkeyes um, doing so well? Such a great game last night. What do you think that will do for the state of Iowa as far as recruiting goes? Do you think we'll get some more respect being in the Midwest? I think we will. You won't find out about recruiting till about two or three years down the road, uh, but it will bring more attention. This year's class coming in this following season won't be highly rated for the Hawkeyes, but the following year after that is when we'll see some, uh, some, some of these recruits, the bigger recruits coming in. The National Pub playing on New Year's Day, that doesn't hurt. Uh, let's go Jeff in Des Moines. Jeff, what's up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, say that I, I think all the uh, Hawkeye fans are proud of, of the way the, the team played in the last game. And uh, we got to take our hats off to all the Hawkeye fans who stood up in the stadium and gave them a standing ovation. I agree. A huge, huge crowd at ovation as they're heading off chanting, let's go Hawks. That was Really cool. Hey, hey uh, one other shout-out to you and I Panthers. Next week they take on the North Dakota State Bison. That's the, the Andy Fails matchup next week. You and I, NBSU in the Elite Eight. And, of course, this, the, this week coming up on Thursday, the Cyhawk basketball game. We haven't even talked about it. Iowa State and Iowa on Thursday. Cyclones will be the heavy favorite in that one. No time to even catch our breath. That'll do it for us. Keith is back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Our own Michael Admire riding the bull. Feeling the flow, working it from Indy. The world. <laughs> oh, nice, guys. Just keep spinning around. Oh, you man. know there ain't Slow motion, no really? <laughs> Don't let it get you down. Oh, my goodness. I'm leaving. <laughs> Just around the corner. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.